0: Hello everybody! Hello.
1: Welcome to episode 9 of the No Girls No Fun podcast.
0: I can't believe it's 9. 9. I feel like I must have counted wrong or something because it doesn't feel like we've done 9 episodes.
1: We did. We did go quite a few at the start. But it doesn't feel like 9.
0: No, because the last one that we released from here was episode 5. Hmm. We didn't do... Oh, maybe we did only do 2 over the summer.
1: Oh, you think we've done more than 9. I feel like we haven't mm. done that enough as nine, as much as nine.
0: I think we're not including the bonus episode.
1: Mm, okay.
0: So I think this is te- this
1: is technically number ten. Okay, we'll call it number, t- nine. <laughs> <laughs> Such a joker! <laughs> <laughs> Such a joker!
0: <laughs> oh my god, um, I had when i was i was on the bus here Mm. and i was like looking out the window and i was like oh my god i'm in such such an autumn mood
1: Mm. i've been feeling it all
0: week like not winter not quite at the winter like wanting christmas
1: but like the cozy
0: and like i want a scarf Mm. and i was wearing my puffy coat here and like i wore it all through summer but I feel like now it's, like, really time for it. And, like, all, mm. the, all the, like, leaves are changing colour. It's just so nice.
1: Like, blankets. I'm sleeping with a blanket now, and it's so cosy.
0: I've got myself, like, this really fluffy green. You've seen my green blanket, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From TK Maxx, and it's literally amazing. So amazing. Soft. Yeah, and I love it. And I've been... I saw loads of TikToks of, like, people... The start of autumn, people starting to watch Gilmore Girls. Mm. And I've never seen it. either i started watching it because i was like do you know what if everyone's everyone says it's for the autumn like i'm gonna start watching it it's incredible yeah i love it it's so funny what's it even about what's the plot it's like about this it's about a mum who had her daughter when she was 16 mm. and her daughter's called it's Laure- Lorelai and Lorelai, but the daughter's called rory for short
1: Wait, they're both called the same thing.
0: Yeah, they both they both have the same name. Oh, okay. But they're like best friends. Like mm. it's, like mo- mother and daughter, but they're like literally best friends, and mm. it's so funny. And there's like loads of like key characters. And like it's like a small town, so like one of them runs a diner, the mum runs the inn. Like it's just it's like nice, like cozy, like it is really is like an autumn autumn series. Yeah. Okay, I'll check that out. It's really funny as well. Like it really lifts the mood.
1: I, last night I went to bed and I was looking for like oh, I need something to watch. Mm. But I watched. um Oh, what's it? It's on BBC and it's called Am I Being Reasonable? I don't know if you've seen it. No. It's actually quite good, but it's kind of it's kind of sad at the same time. Yeah. <coughs> First cough of the episode. <laughs> Just do a cough count. Many more to come. Many more to come for sure. Where did DVDs go? They went. Where did they go? I don't know. They went. No, also, when I was younger when I was a kid, I used to have cassettes. Yeah. Like the big black boxes that you put in this kind of yeah. math that's so. a
0: like, I was like, what on earth? Like I used to have to like decide between what like I, I, I
1: what I wanted have to watch shelf. was like
0: a shelf of DVDs. Yeah, and, and
1: you'd like flick through them.
0: Yeah. And I even used to have like tapes.
1: Or you'd go to like a charity shop and then you'd, like, pick up a DVD, like a DVD for 50p. Yeah. a like class, like Shrek 2. <laughs> yeah. Oh, me and mum used to go down in Millbrook to the spa, and you could hire out DVDs.
0: Oh, my God. I remember mm. when that was the thing. You know the garage? Yeah. Opposite Sainsbury's? Yeah. That you could... You used to be able to go and, like, rent a DVD. No way. I can't believe it. And, like, yeah, I was, like, we used to have tapes, and I used to watch the Titanic yeah. on, like, a TV that only took tape.
1: That's kind of mad. And I
0: would have to, like rewind it to the, the beginning of the no, film was like ages. yeah and I was that, like watching the whole movie in reverse before I could watch the actual movie <laughs> <laughs> and I'd sit there in front of like this box TV, like crying about the Titanic yeah
1: that's like recently I'm using mum's video, video recorder and when like you're recording on the tape then you have to like record like rewind that but then if you start it at the wrong place then it will like record over what you've already recorded so it's like really stressful but that's yeah that's like similar
0: yeah I just love it though, like, I'm so excited for autumn. And also, I feel like summer's like, I this is bold, but like summer's not that far away now. Like, what? No, literally literally just, like, this is like the fastest part of the year. Like, it goes autumn, it'll be, what, Halloween. As soon as it's Halloween, it's Bonfire Night, then it's Christmas. Then it's Christmas. Then it's New Year.
1: No, but then it's ages till summer.
0: I don't think so. I think it this part of the year goes on. really quick.
1: That's why it's like January, like Monday, January, like it's like the most depressing day in the year. I
0: actually like January, it's my birthday month. I really enjoy it. I don't. And for me also, like Christmas, it's like Luke's birthday at the start of December, then it's Christmas, then it's my birthday, then it's Valentine's Day. No, that's your birthday, then it's Valentine's Day. I feel like March,
1: April are like the worst months of the year.
0: But it's like starting to warm up by then. But is it? Spring! Spring's my favourite season. No, spring's, like, May, though, isn't it? No. Like, late April. No, December...
1: I know, I don't... January and February is winter. <coughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> I don't notice the warm-up. I just notice it, suddenly it's warm, and I'm like, whoa, it's so hot. Where did this come from? Oh, no, I love spring. Spring's my favourite. Mm, no. Also... Yeah,
0: yeah? Have you seen Deja Cat's new haircut?
1: No, but I saw... I saw something, someone I think it was on TikTok and they were like Doja Cat like I know you're copying me Uh, Whoa. and it was someone and they were like it was like a revenge like be prepared I'm coming for you video on TikTok (laughs) I was like what? Who who are you? (laughs) No she's got this like 60's bob. But I think she copied it off this person and this person was like I'm coming for you I don't know who this was. No I'm not making it up I saw it but whether it's actually serious or whether she was just taking the mick I don't know Doja, there is so much background noise. (coughs) I feel like there's not going to be much. I feel like, for some reason, what we can hear is really sensitive. Yeah. I feel like because like when we played back our first clip, you didn't hear this much background noise. Like when you played it out loud. Yeah. I think when you import it, it's going to be fine.
0: Well, hopefully you can't hear anything in the background. But if Mm. you can, you're just going to have to embrace it. It's part of the experience.
1: Yeah, Doja Cat accused of. Oh no, that was literally like (laughs) two years ago. There was something, and someone was like, oh, she's copying my style." Um, but I don't know what that is. I oh, know I haven't
0: seen her hair. It's really cool. It's really, really short bob. It's kind of giving. It, she looks like that woman. Is it a woman or a man from The Incredibles? Mm.
1: The styler. Oh yeah, yeah. The styler. <laughs> I've seen that. Oh, I don't know what I think about that. Hmm. But I don't know. I think it's. Is it a wig? Because she shaved, no, she it's shaved a wig. her head off. Didn't it's a she? wig. It's a wig for sure.
0: Yeah, because like, she's literally been bald yeah. recently.
1: Yeah, that's a wig.
0: But yeah, she came in with the 90s bob, and I was like,
1: nice. It's 60s.
0: She's literally unrecognisable. 60s or
1: 90s? Get your facts straight. She looks
0: like. No, it's 60s. You
1: just said 90s, do I Oh.
0: <coughs> Whoops. But she looks like Lady Gaga. Mm hmm. She's not giving doge cat vibes anymore. No, she's shaped it up for sure. Before we start, we just want to obviously make it clear that we're not actually qualified to give professional advice. We're just vibes. giving the advice that we would
1: give each other if yeah. it was us speaking as friends. Yeah,
0: and obviously, if you're really struggling, you're having a hard time. Seek advice from someone who's qualified, you know, there's... We'll post some numbers on our Instagram. Yeah. There's the GP, you can post GP. If you're at uni
1: or school, you've got student services that can help you. Yeah, there's um, Samaritans. So loads of numbers, and yeah, if you need any help to get to those, you can have a look on our Instagram and there'll be a post up.
0: This week's question, we mm. um, asked, your bestie tells you that they get bad vibes from the person you're dating. Oh would this have an impact on your decision to get into a relationship with them?
1: Oh, this is heavy one side.
0: Yeah, I didn't expect it. I thought it was going to be really 50-50. I feel
1: like, mm, like 30-70, 40-60, something. Yeah, Mm. but
0: it's really one-sided, so, like, literally 93% of you said it would have an impact.
1: Mm. I guess it depends how much you trust your best friend's advice and trust.
0: It's really crazy, though, and I feel like if I was dating someone and I was like I like them enough to get into to even be considering having a relationship with them mm. and you said mm, I don't really like them I
1: feel like I would be like well red flags like why is that or, or would you be like oh well I'm I'm deep in it now so like I've made my decision what yeah. you say isn't
0: I feel mm. like it would either be
1: Depends on reasons. It would either have
0: no effect or it would have a lot of effect. Yeah. I would literally either be like, I literally do not care what you think. Yeah. Or it might be that you saying that you get bad vibes would like unlock something where I've like noticed small things and like not made a big deal out of it.
1: like bringing them together, like me saying, you're like, oh, wow, okay, maybe I should be concerned about these things.
0: Yeah. Mm. I was shocked though at how like clear cut it was. Mm. We have a lot of... Then our best friends,
1: loyalty, yeah, for sure. But I feel like if they are your best friend, then surely you don't make someone who you don't trust your best friend. Like I wouldn't be best friends with someone that I didn't trust with like my life. Yeah, true. No pressure. (laughs)
0: Thanks. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know. I feel like for it would also. This is another thing. Like for me to turn around to you And be like, I'm getting really bad vibes. Like, you seriously need to consider what you're doing right now. Like, come on and like really put emphasis on it. I feel like they need to have done something bad. Like, yeah. I wouldn't say I'm getting really bad vibes for no reason because no I just reason. wouldn't want Yeah, I wouldn't want to crush your hopes and dreams. You're <laughs> like, I met this guy, he's so nice. I'm like, well, wow. actually, yeah, do you
1: know what I mean? It yeah. would take a big mm. for sure. This, like, leads on from when we asked would you rather your best friend hates your partner or your parents hate your partner and everyone was like, best friend? Mm. And now this is like, flipped the other way. Because people are like... Yeah. But then obviously, ideally, no one would hate your partner, but... In the
0: same... Like, we should have asked as well, like, if your parents turn around to you and said that they didn't like the person you were dating would that stop you from getting in a relationship with them Mm. or
1: is it just the best friend see i think the best friend has more of an influence on my decision because they live the same sort of life as me they're on the same wavelength they're like in my generation they have you know, like dating relationships is the same style. Yeah, and our, our parents. Our parents are like out more, of touch, mm, kind of. They don't really understand the works of it and like where things are acceptable and not acceptable because there are different things for acceptable in their time. So I feel like I would rather, unless it's like, um, not concrete, but universal problems, I'm not, like, my mum could help with Yeah.
0: I <coughs> get it out? I saw it coming. But yeah, it's like, I feel like. Um, Oh my god, the thought's left my brain, give me one second, it's literally on my tongue. Like, we were speaking about last week, and we were saying that, like, as you get older anyway, your Mm. relationships become way more independent from your family. For sure. So it would take, like, if I introduced my, I probably wouldn't introduce my parents to someone who I was dating.
1: No, I'd just be like, this is my boyfriend. This is my boyfriend. I wouldn't... Deal with it. (laughs) I wouldn't really ask for their opinion unless they offered it voluntarily. Actually, maybe I would no I would that's what what's well, my on about I would ask I'd once to be like do you like him but like they, they're not gonna know enough about the background to be like no unless you've gone crying to them true before and if I
0: was dating someone I would ask my friend's opinion I wouldn't ask my parents until until when I'm in a relationship I wouldn't ask my parents yeah because it felt. makes it
1: more serious when you ask your parents yeah mm-hmm. interesting interesting. Okay, first dilemma. First dilemma in a while. I mean, oh my god, not in our lives, we, but in terms of your lives.
0: We deleted the Google form. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: I was, we were, sat we in were reckless in with that
1: Google drive. We were sat Which in the like, studio last <laughs> week. I, I was like, get rid of it all. it's taking up Too it. much
0: space. So. Um, and Bella was like, do I delete it all? Delete it all? I hate deleting things. And I was like, just do it, do it. So she deleted it and then and deleted, deleted it from deleted. deleted. And then I went to check <laughs> for dilemmas and I was like, oh, my God. We don't have a so these Um, are
1: fresh so fresh off the press dilemma one i am currently seeing this guy brackets we aren't official but it seems to be heading in that direction we had a thing a few months ago but decided early on that we wanted different things brackets i didn't want to have sex before marriage so didn't pursue anything things kept happening so we decided to just try again and see where things go but we technically still want different things and I'm still undecided and unsure. I don't know what to do because it's going really well between us and we both know it and that we, we both know we want different things as well and that it's eventually... What? Then it's going to end. Oh, it's going to end eventually, but we keep doing it. I am still, however, undecided on whether I want to have sex before marriage but also don't want to change my morals for this guy but also don't want to lead him on if I decide I don't want to and also don't want to risk changing my mind about it and losing what we have. Very annoying dilemmas to be in that's a unique one yeah I feel like more and more in these days in like the modern day we meet people that are like sticking to their religious like their religion morals Mm. to do with like sex before marriage um so it's difficult because if this guy is on the same wavelength then it's hard because it's like exotic for him like he's not used to it like if it Mm -hmm. was the norm wouldn't be a problem
0: yeah, it's just like if that's it's very different, if
1: it's, yeah, and also if he's used to like sleeping with people, then okay, hmm. yeah.
0: So, Bessie. See- so it's not a relationship or anything. They're just seeing each other, and she. They're really close. She doesn't want to have sex before marriage, and he does. So they. They were like, we want different things. Let's not do this. And then they were like, oh, but we keep bumping into each other. We're like.
1: There's chemistry there.
0: So then they're back together, but she's still undecided. Undecided.
1: I feel like, and she doesn't want to lead him on in case she's like, actually no, because he he, he doesn't. She doesn't want him to have the expectation to be like, oh. One and then day the deeper it. you
0: get into it, it's like mm. harder to change your mind. Mm. I don't know. I feel like don't you shouldn't sacrifice anything. No. Like. Don't say what you believe in.
1: If you keep bumping, if it's, like, keep happening, like, if we keep bumping into each other and there's definitely that spark there, then I feel, like, how passionate is he about wanting to have sex? Because if he's respectful, like, if he's respectful about it, then, like, it, it, do you know what I mean? If he, like, really wants it to happen, then it's a different part of him just, like, mentioning it a few times and then you being, like, no, and him, like, Okay rather than him being like, oh, I really want to happen. Yeah. But then I guess if you've decided that that disagreement means you want different things, then it's probably quite a big part for him by the sounds of it.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's really hard because, like, you don't want to sacrifice something and then regret it.
1: Like, either way you're sacrificing something, either you're, like, your morals or this guy that you're really into...
0: Yeah, and also, like, you don't want to... I feel like if you're sacrificing what you believe in and, like, what you were very passionately believing in before you met this guy, Mm. and it turns out to just be, like, a lust thing...
1: And, and, yeah, and it doesn't last long, then you're going to be like, oh, I shouldn't have done that, like, so many regrets.
0: So I feel like maybe rather than being like, okay, I'm going to, like let go of this like belief that i have and like i want this to work so like i'll sacrifice that for you mm. i feel like definitely a conversation needs to be had where you say i'm not ready to do this like this is something i really believe in and if he is open to like accepting that and like dealing moving with that, forward with it then that has the most potential like because mm. two, two, three, four months down the line you might decide to you know actually yeah i do want to do this
1: and who knows where it will go you know? exactly. Like, I, I know someone, like, two people got together, so they got together start of last year. They met at uni, and he was in the same position. Um, and then suddenly he starts to... Like, the other day he was, like, talking about... He was, like, trying to give advice on sex advice, and we were like, hold on a minute. <laughs> what? So somewhere down the line, he's felt comfortable about it. Um, but I think maybe, like, when you build that proper trust between someone, then who knows, like think your opinion might change but not not saying like you have to change your opinion I'm just saying he was like I know someone that was in the same position but they still got together yeah and then now it is a part of their relationship but like they went into the relationship without it I feel like that's the
0: best way to go I feel like don't go into this and be like the only way I can have him is if I have sex with him yeah because
1: is that where your doubts are coming from because when because you said that you've always thought this way and then you go and say oh I still haven't decided like I don't want this guy to be the you're like the cause of your doubts of like the reason why you're being like oh maybe I don't know anymore like, if we hadn't met this guy would you be cu- questioning it
0: yeah no exactly I feel like talk to him see what he wants if it's a must for him then I feel like maybe try and distance yourself from that because I can only see it becoming like a
1: you feeling pressure to do something mm. you don't want
0: to do situation
1: yeah like don't speak to him be like oh maybe I will but maybe I won't go in and say I'm not I don't feel comfortable at the moment and this is where I stand and this is me now and I can't predict what, what how I'll feel in the future but this is me now and this is like my my boundaries my conditions what I'm happy with because if we go in being like oh I don't feel like it at the moment but maybe when we get into a relationship then I will then it's like he might get into a relationship just with the expectation that eventually you are going to with like before marriage yeah I think it isn't isn't, clear boundaries which is going to really hurt gonna you down do. the line yeah
0: yeah maybe just say
1: like this is what i'm comfortable with this is what i'm not Mm. and like it's sad but if it like if he doesn't want like also also if you set this boundary and he's like no i don't want to be with you because purely for the reason that you won't sleep with him he doesn't love you enough to be getting into a relationship
0: yeah true i feel like that's it's it's easier to sacrifice you're not asking for much, basically, is what I'm mm. saying. Like, it's not going to be difficult for him to sacrifice having sex with you. Yeah. Whereas it's, it's a massive, like, moral conflict and, like, a massive deal for you to
1: sacrifice mm. not having sex for him. The emotional connection that you guys have is what, co- what forms a relationship, not the sex. You can sleep with people casually and never get into a relationship.
0: Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah.
1: It's the emotional side of it that, that, like, concretes your, like, trust and your bond not the sex obviously it's a part of quite a lot of relationships but it and like more than others but it it doesn't it's not like a criteria
0: no yeah i agree i think have that conversation be really clear with what you want say i'll do like this is what i'm comfortable with this is what i'm not and like that's how it's going to be and Mm -hmm. if you
1: don't like that then then sorry it's going to be hard but like you're just going to have to just remind yourself he doesn't love you enough because if he did he would be happy Progressing with it, yeah.
0: Bottom line, you deserve to be with someone who respects what you believe in, and, and you will find that one day. Yeah, definitely. I hope I I advise you to have that conversation, and I hope that
1: conversation goes how you want it to. Mm. Um, and I don't feel like a like because for me, this is seems like quite an exotic idea for me because I'm not, I can't relate, but like you probably know people that are also doing the same thing but just like for reassurance don't feel like oh I'm the only girl that's saying this and no other people are saying it because I know someone that, that made that boundary and got into a relationship and it's been successful so yeah. yeah and I think also like
0: anything that's internal anything you feel about yourself and you need from yourself is more important than what someone else wants from you yeah anyway. it's your life at the end of the day yeah exactly and like this decision will impact your future so put yourself mm. first
1: yeah Um, I've just seen on, on your screen and the radio. It's got like the news, and it says the world's ugliest dog winner who suffered untold abuse isn't ugly at all. I oh, think it's really wholesome. <laughs> it's not the cutest dog I've
0: ever seen. No, I'm not gonna
1: lie. Also, I don't fully understand that headline. The world's ugliest dog winner who suffered untold abuse isn't. I they could I have a better headline than that. So the
0: the dog who won
1: the ugliest this dog, dog
0: competition.
1: He had untold. He suffered untold abuse, and actually, he isn't ugly. He's beautiful within. <laughs> That's the message was saying. <laughs> anyway, <laughs>
0: okay. So, for the second dilemma, I was reading this one actually, and I put it on the story because I was mm. feeling really conflicted when I first read it, and I was like, Do you know what? Maybe we should get an opinion from you guys, and mm-hmm. just kind of because I had kind of like an idea of what I thought, but I wanted to like validate it yeah for sure. um, so basically it says my boyfriend changed his phone password i don't know when he did it but we've always been we've always been honest and open with each other and allowed to use each other's phones whenever and i was literally just in his room chilling his phone was closest so i grabbed it because i wanted to watch tiktok and his phone password isn't the same anymore i don't know if this is a red flag or not i've had the same password for literally like five years so i'm super confused
1: if that was me i would have a meltdown Like, a full-on meltdown. I'd be, like, on the phone to suggest crying my eyes out, like, (laughs) where's the this? What's he trying to hide?
0: Yeah, because I was thinking about it, and I was, like,
1: Luke's phone
0: password, he's broken four phones, Mm. and his phone password has remained the same same throughout the whole thing.
1: Yeah. There's no need to change it unless there's something you don't want someone to see.
0: Yeah, true. Is what I'm saying. So I put it on the story, um, and then I put a poll. I said, is this suspicious behavior? and it was a 70 30 split. So oh. 70 people said, what? "Yeah, what the fuck? That's suspicious." And then 30% said, "I don't think so."
1: Mad. I I that's shock, yeah. shocks me a, a, lot, a lot.
0: I can't think the thing is I can't think of a reason why I would change my phone password. Yeah. Like
1: I literally can't think of a single one. No. I and and the thing is it's not the fact that like he never told you in the first place it's the fact that you had it and then he changed it yeah
0: and also like like you said like I've had the same password for five years I've had the same password since I've had a phone Mm. pretty much Mm.
1: it's a very like I don't I don't want to be like oh he's like it's bad but it is bad yeah, this is the first dilemma where I've been like, oh, maybe just chat to him, but like I don't know, I don't, I really don't like it.
0: Yeah, so I asked for advice, and one of you guys responded, and you said, I mean, a few people did, but this is a really good piece of imp- like piece of advice, so I want to share it with you. Um, and she said, if this was a friend
1: of, <laughs> okay, I'm on. trying to turn my mic off when I cough, and then maybe you don't <laughs> hear it as much. Smart.
0: I said. She said, if this was a friend of mine asking for help, I would tell her to openly ask him about it. He can't be mad and pull the, why the fuck were you on my phone? Because you were always comfortable with each other knowing passcodes and Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, It's definitely worth a conversation. And she said, she thinks it's suspicious because, wait. Because he's changed it all of a sudden after years. Like he's had the same password, he shared it with you. And then and this is what I mean, he's changed.
1: changed. It's like, obviously, some people respect their privacy more than others. Like, my mum can't even stand Alexa listening to her because she thinks it's going to, like... <laughs> did even... She turn it off at the wall. Yeah, she did, when I go out, she turns it off the wall because, I don't know, apparently, Alexa has some, like, power. that You know? Anyway, I'm like, mum, literally no one cares what you have to say. But she really respects her privacy. And, like, obviously, different people respect their privacy at different levels. And if he'd never told you in the first place, then I feel like that is more understandable than changing it because maybe he's just someone that's just more private and like he's happy with you being on his phone if he unlocks it, but he doesn't want you to go on it whenever you you want to sort of thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's not necessarily a bad thing, obviously not ideal, I would rather have someone's passcode, but it's a very different situation.
0: Yeah, no, it's just the only thing that makes it, like, it's, I don't think it's a relationship killer. But I'm like, why? I'm just so confused by it. I'm like, why have you done that?
1: Yeah, we need we need to know the reason. There is there will be a reason. He has a reason to do it. Don't let him be like, oh, I just fancied it. Like no, there is a reason. Find out the reason and then I feel like go from there. Yeah. And also when this, this um person that gave their advice, I really love the fact that they said, if this was a friend asking me for advice, because when sometimes when I'm don't know what to do, I think, if this was someone asking me for advice and told this story what advice would I give them because that's what I should be giving to myself
0: yeah true. so I love the fact
1: that you were like oh this was a girl asking me so
0: yeah I always imagine it's you yeah if I have a problem I'm like if Bella
1: yeah, if yeah was, I'd be like came to me with this how would I react and what would I tell her to do because I should be doing the same thing yeah but I think just gets the root of it like I mean what's the question is just, she asked what's is she asked like she said she doesn't know if it's a red flag I wouldn't label it a red flag until you know the reason why, but you definitely need to get to the bottom of the I reason. think
0: the best way to go about it is when you're next together, reach <gasps> for his phone, yes. like, just to do something. Because you normally would, that's the norm, because you're casual with your phones. Yeah, Grab it, try and get onto it, and then be like, oh. oh. And like, just pretend it's the first time. You'd be like, oh, you changed your password. And then see how he reacts. Mm. And if that makes him uncomfortable and he's like, uh, yeah, uh, then maybe it is a red flag. But if he's like, oh, yeah, sorry,
1: like someone saw me put it in or my mum knows it and i don't want her seeing our oh, sexts <laughs> <laughs> you know like maybe maybe there's an actual reason like oh my mum's really nosing she knows it now
0: yeah or like yeah i was putting it one of the boys kn- knows it from like seeing it over my shoulder and then we were together and they were all on my phone and i was like yeah this is yeah. Not okay. yeah something like that about. like it could be a perfectly normal thing it just seems really out of the blue but and it strange. Could,
1: could be either way
0: I think just ask him,
1: mm-hmm, and sure. then
0: if it is a problem, then you can send us another dilemma,
1: and we will get right back to you. <laughs> and also, all these dilemmas that we say, please update us with like how it went. Like, is our advice actually helping you, or is it just causing an even bigger mess?
0: <laughs> You're just really nosy. Like some of the ones from past episodes, I'm like, oh, really, well, I
1: really want it to know how that went. Yeah, yeah. You take like, please. You could just say like, oh, I'm the girl that like you have to tell us who you are. You'd be like, oh, I'm the girl that no, no, and this happened. Yeah. Even if it's not a problem anymore. Like, we want to know happy and sad. Yeah. But it's all just doom and gloom sometimes. A happy ending might be nice. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Dilemma number three.
0: Un I was so confused three. for a second. That did not process for me. <laughs>
1: Um, I am in a gap year but all of my friends have gone away to university and I'm feeling really lonely and left behind. I was going to spend this year just working and saving up money so that I can go travelling with them all in the summer before I go to university next year but I don't know what to do because they're all making new friends and I'm scared our group will fall apart by the time I've saved up. No exaggeration, I've got no friends left at home and I don't know what to do so please help. I feel like we can both relate to this because you spent the last year Working,
0: yeah. I was. I just did a gap year.
1: But then I was. Uh, your, your only friend that went to uni. Yeah. So do you, like your friendship didn't all. There wasn't that much of a hole left behind.
0: No, I feel like. When you left for uni. That made. I I think okay I think this is a positive thing I don't think it's a negative thing mm-hmm. I think. It's very easy to think, oh my god, they're all gonna abandon me. They're all gonna make new friends. That when they come back, they're not gonna be my friend anymore. Blah 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 blah. blah. Very valid worry anxiety to have. Mm. Completely understand it. But from personal experience, I feel like when I've had I had a few friends go to off to uni last year, and I stayed at home, mm. and I feel like it made the time that I spent with those friends more valuable. Yeah. Like I would make sure I made
1: actual genuine plans
0: yeah and like real time to spend together and like it was nice because there was more to catch up on and it was like yeah, oh my god like I'm seeing my friend this weekend she's like been away for three months like we're seeing each other for the first time in three months so exciting and also I feel like it kind of regardless of if people go to uni or not after sixth form everyone goes and does something different
1: yes Yeah,
0: true. So, for me, no, not all of my friends went to uni, but two of my closest friends at the time started nine-to-fives.
1: So, yeah, meeting them was a lot harder as well. Yeah. And, like, everyone gets so busy. Like, especially when you go to university, there is so much to do when you first start, like don't think oh they're not texting me they're not calling me like i've got all this spare time suddenly because they've all left and like they're not facetiming me or like the, the group chat's quiet like that's normal that's not just you it's something that happens but it, it doesn't mean you're not friends anymore
0: also it's definitely something that i feel like happens more in the first so from like this is like fresh so from september to I want to say when they come back at Christmas. First semester. That time is like crammed. Like you're doing so much stuff. You're learning a new city, new environment, new learning style, meeting new people. There's a lot of pressure when you come to uni to make friends. There is so
1: much to do and achieve. Like it it is overwhelming. And I don't think you realise that till you get to uni because it's a lot to adjust to.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. And I think... It may feel like you're not speaking to them now and whatever. And you may be like, oh, well, what's really going on? Because I feel really disconnected. (coughs) But in reality, I think after they've settled in and it's all kind of, they're used to it, they're in a bit of a routine, you'll go back, like, in basically no time. Like, after Christmas, you'll see them at Christmas. For sure. And you can then just, like, start to make plans and, like... I don't know I just I don't think it's the end of the world I think if you have these plans
1: to go traveling in the summer plan it I think that'll still happen because also don't you think you're going to be replaced because when you go up to uni like you make lots of friends but all the friends that you make not a lot of them actually stay because if you go up there and you're like trying to meet everyone because you're like oh I need to make friends with all these people because I don't know who my people are yet and like by the time you get second year a lot of them aren't as much in your life as more you like you get your little group that's like closer not a group that replaces but i'm saying like don't think that there's so many people because like i didn't say and also if they're friends with these people and they're also friends with you you're gonna like these people so when you if you ever like go up and see them you're gonna get on with all these people they're not gonna be nasty they're not gonna want to exclude you like everyone wants to have fun everyone uni is a big step up and everyone's mature and like I've had you came up and visited me when I was at uni. Yeah, and like people were nice to you, right? And no, you felt it was a, it was a good yeah. environment. Yeah. Yeah, and I think if you've got quite a few friends, I know someone that went and did like a mini road trip to go visit all their uni friends. Like, why don't you just go up? And you can see them. Obviously, at the start, don't be if they say no. Don't be like sad about it because if they say no, it means that they are literally overwhelmed. Like I said, uni is like, like overwhelming when you first start. But like, there's nothing stopping you still going and seeing them at uni. And, like, going and meeting all these friends.
0: Yeah, I definitely think after semester one and if they have, like, exams at the end of that, after that time passes, I think it's, like, a really good opportunity to, like, go up and visit or maybe try and arrange some, like, smaller rents. Like, look at their... Look at, like, a mutual city that's, like, easily accessible for everyone and be like, oh, let's go
1: to, like... Can we have a day out in in Bristol? Like, let's go get the train to Bristol, get out for lunch. Like, I know people that do that and you can do that. For sure. But then also at the same time, don't be sad if you put it in the chat and then no one replies or people are like, oh no, sorry, because people are really busy. <coughs> 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 that one crept up on me. Um,
0: also, I think for me, especially in my year off, I always forget that I had a year off because I didn't do much with it. I just worked. Like mm. I forget that like, that's what that she's was saying, a gap year. Yeah, just working. But like I made so many friends at work so yeah. I worked at Sainsbury's for two and a half years before I came to uni. Mm. And it was only in the year and a half.
1: So you were working
0: Where I was a lot. working a lot and obviously not at school anymore and everyone had gone off to uni and were doing their own things. That I made an effort to make, like I wasn't, before I wasn't making a conscious effort not to make friends with anyone, but because I was surrounded by people and I was like satisfied with all my friendships, mm. I didn't reach out. All the need. But I've made some of the best friends from work. Yeah. And, like, I think if you put... I don't know where you work and, like, what the environment's like, but maybe reaching out to people you work with or just trying mm-hmm. to be a bit, like, maybe if it's possible, like... I don't know, like, invite people out with you after work. Maybe chat to them a bit
1: and then be like, oh, do you want to go for coffee tomorrow? Like uh, Find their interests. If you've got mutual interest, yeah. be like, well, do you want to do something together? Go for a walk together? Go to a concert together? Movie night? yeah literally i don't know i think there's so there's like uh, work is
0: often a missed opportunity
1: to like, make friends people. but and obviously it's scary because if you're new to this workplace it's not like um not everyone's going to be new that's not like uni when you go and everyone's new so they, like, everyone's in the same boat it is going to be a lot more intimidating because people are already there people have established friendships and it's like it's scary to go out and like get involved with that but I think just be trusty, just get out of your comfort zone even if it's scary and you don't enjoy it just do it because it'll pay off and you'll be like so glad that you did it in the end yeah and also like another thing is like see
0: this as a really good opportunity to like build your confidence before you do go to uni
1: and before you're traveling
0: yeah because traveling you have like, to be quite independent and
1: quite confident I know like you are planning to go with your friends but you still have to be like it's still like, it's not an easy thing to do. It's really fun, but I wouldn't say it's necessarily that easy. Like, you've got a lot of planning, you've got a lot of. I think having this chance to work will help you not like grow up, but like mature and find confidence. and.
0: Yeah. I think start to do things for yourself. Be like, instead of being bummed, like you're set at home and you're like, oh, like I really want to go to and see this in the cinema, but I've got no friends to go with. Mm. Maybe go by yourself. Like, I know it's such a scary, it's such a scary thing. Like, I'm like, oh my God, what? Yeah. But yeah. like, just do stuff that you want to do because you want to do it and you want to do it for you. Don't avoid doing things because you've got no one to do them mm. with.
1: There's this girl yeah. on
0: TikTok. I'll have to, I'll find her, um, like, username and I'll put it on the Instagram stories after this goes up. Mm. Um, but she is really cool. She just does videos and she's like, me going out, I'm doing this. It's, like, day 300 of doing scary things by myself that everyone's too scared to do. Like, going showing you that it's having easy. a meal
1: by yourself.
0: Yeah, and she, <laughs> like, does scary. all these things and, like,
1: she makes it seem really normal and, like... It is normal. At the end of the day, in the nicest way possible, you are so irrelevant. Like, no one's going to remember the girl that sat in the cinema on her own. Like, no one's even looking at you.
0: Exactly. They're watching the film. You're watching the film.
1: Yeah, it's, it's normal. People do it all the time.
0: And also, like, if you're worried about staff, like, when... Like, my biggest fear is, like, oh, my God, I'm going to go and get snacks for the cinema and people are going to think
1: I'm oh, there what? by myself. a loner.
0: But they don't know that you're not with someone. Yeah, exactly. Like, no one actually knows the situation. You could have just arrived late with a group of friends. And realistically, no one's paying attention like, to no you. no one cares. Like yeah. it, just, it doesn't matter. I think the sooner you realise that,
1: like... Be happy by yourself, because then it makes life so much more enjoyable as well, being happy by yourself.
0: Yeah, and it builds a lot of like confidence and social skills and it means that it will make it easier to make friends because you're not looking for people who
1: make you happy. When, yeah, when you go to uni, uni next year, you've got all this confidence, you know how to make friends, your social skills are like incredible because you've gone out and you've gone out of your comfort zone. You're going to have such a good time at uni when you come and you make all these like friends at uni.
0: Yeah, and also you'll know things about the uni experience because your friends that are at uni that are still mm. going to be your friends when they get home from uni For will sure. tell you about it. Yeah. And also, by the time you get here, you would have gotten so used to doing things by yourself that you're not seeking friendships because you're awkward and scared of uni. Mm. You're just seeking friendships because you want to make friends. And yeah. I think that makes them more quality.
1: Yeah. And you talk about, you're worried you're going to, let like, you want to save up all this money and you're never actually going to go travelling. Like, I wouldn't, I think saving up money is a good thing no matter what like having the skills to save up money is actually more difficult than you think and saving up money you know if you don't go traveling at the end of the day at the end of the day you still got all this money and it's gonna like help you it'll help you at uni when you get
0: there and also it's there's so many options from that you can go by yourself or you could you make, make new friends if yeah, you want to go, go by
1: yourself. It's actually fine. I'm the most scared shy person ever, and I did a little bit of solo traveling um, this summer, and I loved it. And I'm going back th- next summer. And once you once you've got out of your comfort zone at Sains not Sainsbury's, you're not at Sainsbury's. <laughs> just at Sainsbury's. Once you've got out of your comfort zone this year, and you've you've got this like new profound confidence, you're gonna breeze it. absolutely breeze it. But I think I don't know how concrete these travel plans are. Whether you're like definitely doing it or whether it's something that's passed like oh when everyone gets back let's go traveling i don't know how concrete they are but it's, will they will, will the traveling leave the group chat <laughs> yeah yeah because I, i've got a friend who's always said he wanted to go traveling and i was like there's no way he's actually gonna go traveling and he did so yeah i think it, it all depends on people's life situation as well like what's going on in their life at the time i have
0: a friend right now who's the most she's lovely and
1: but she's Shy, really shy. Um,
0: yeah. no, I think she's quite confident. I think she's really anxious, like, anxious. She's the not lot. the kind of person mm. who I would imagine to go
1: solo, tra- traveling, solo traveling around she's the world. She's interrailing
0: by herself right now, yeah. And one day she was literally just like, Oh, yeah, by the way, guys, I am going. Like, I have been talking about it, but I actually am going now. I go in like three days. And, and like,
1: everyone's, everyone's also like traveling by themselves, and it's yeah. just normal. So, I think. It's hard, it's hard being left behind, there's a big hole, you feel like you've got no friends, you're scared about what the future holds, and these are all like really, really valid worries. But I think there's a lot of things you can do to help put the worries at ease.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think it's valid and it makes sense, but I would think it's avoidable.
1: <coughs> avoidable? Not the right
0: word. I think it's solvable. Like Solvable, it's, Yeah.
1: yeah. There's things you can do to make it easier for yourself. And, like, we'll be your friends as well. Yeah, we're the only friends you need. Where do you live? <laughs> Not in a weird way, but, like... <laughs> if you ever want to... Do you want to come, come on the podcast? If you've got nothing to do and you're really upset, drop us a message. Maybe maybe you can be on the podcast. <laughs> we'll bring you on. We'll bring you on. What is up to you? We'll become a group of three. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm. Maybe we'd have to become a four. We need a four. Go to work, make a bestie.
0: And then you
1: can come and drive. And you can us. come We'll as one beautiful. Sorted. <laughs> <laughs> that is all from us today.
0: I feel like we've been here for a really long time, but we've actually done this we, really quick. We've done Yeah, to be fair. Because we had like a massive
1: like half an hour break just True. Now. We had the technician come in. <laughs> Shout out John. Um But yeah, that's all from us today. Um, We are mixing it up a bit. We're spicing it up. We thought like
0: give you a bit of a break Mm. from like dilemmas and this kind of like question
1: answering all your problems sort of thing. Yeah,
0: because it can be quite depressing.
1: Yeah, (laughs) everyone's struggling. (laughs) yeah. Yeah. So we thought we would make this new little. Episode style called Burning Questions, which I don't know how you come up with the questions. They're so good questions.
0: It's going to be a struggle week on week, but every time
1: I look at one, I'm like, oh, she's done <laughs> it again. I couldn't do that.
0: Um, but yeah, so every other week,
1: of, like for the foreseeable future until we decide
0: what we want to do, we're going to do a Burning Questions episode. So last week we just asked loads of like random polls. There's already one out basically mm. you can listen to. Um, and then so next week I think we're doing the sex episode yes so we're gonna put some questions I'm gonna hate it so
1: much (laughs) about I'm the 3% that doesn't want to (laughs) speak at it but I'll do it for you guys
0: about sex and everything for you to answer and then we're gonna Mm -hmm. kind of so basically we're asking you questions and then we're gonna talk about them kind of discuss um,
1: discuss what's what you think what we think
0: I just made really horrendous eye contact with two boys who just walked past, past the and, like, and they just stood there in. staring at us. They stood there? Yeah, they were just what like What are you looking at? <laughs> um, but yeah, so basically we're going to be asking you questions every week, talking about it, discussing the subject. It'll probably be a different subject each week. Mm-hmm. So if you have any ideas for topics you'd like to talk about, any questions you'd let like us, us to ask, yeah. let us know. Um, and then every other week Will be dilemmas question of question of the week.
1: Quite we can call it question of the week. Topic of the week.
0: Topic of the week, as usual.
1: Which we'll just like talk quite loosely about. Um, but yeah, so we're mixing it up a bit. So that's what you'll hear from us over the next few months when we stick with you guys. <laughs> we're here again, two weeks in a row. Let's keep up the streak. I can't
0: believe it. This is the most we've ever done. Like.
1: Consistently. Actually
0: consistently in it, right? Because at the start
1: we just like recorded loads and we're just like, that'll be enough to make a few.
0: Yeah, that's fine. That's five episodes done. Yeah. But we're, we're
1: taking it in small chunks. I feel like it's better as well. I feel like we have better content for it.
0: Yeah. It's a bit fresher. We're it's like open-minded every Yeah.
1: Week. And your, like, your dilemmas that you send in um dilemmas that come in with the last week rather than the ones that you sent in like ages ago and then didn't hear the response to for like five weeks which obviously isn't ideal because normally problems don't last for five weeks you get your ass and go and sort it out so that
0: that girl whose boyfriend didn't believe in catcalling probably stayed with him until we told her to break up (coughs) like four weeks after she said (coughs) it. oh
1: literally I'm so sorry (laughs) every no because people are going to be listening it's going to like burn their headphones RIP
0: headphone users you might have to
1: just for real (laughs) try and like I don't even know (laughs) <laughs> oh my god! It's like there's a I demon. I headache. You. I have a headache from coughing so much. Uh, today's today's like the worst day for like a few months. I was fine until I think this studio is baking me alive. Maybe I'm just dehydrated. Get some water in you. <laughs> ASMR.
0: Oh, that's disgusting. I, I will leave you. I hope everyone. This we'll leave you on, on that. <laughs>